I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Maybe hint it ish here. Is it us? Or are we even busier now after 2020? Like, we're making up for staying inside and it is exhausting. Sure, we could take more vitamins, but who wants to be popping pills every day? Well, Snapcrack has a solution Snap Boost Vitamin Injections. A quick, effective way to get a vitamin in one, well, shot. Just $29 for a single visit or part of Snapcrack's monthly $49 membership, and you can get Snap Boosts that deliver vitamins straight to the muscle with a slow, sustainable release for long-lasting results in your body. From vitamin Z to B-complex to zinc, there's a variety of vitamins to choose from. A thone hangover cocktail. <laughs> yeah, we could all use that every once in a while, right? So visit snapcrack.com today to find the location nearest you and just stop by. You'll be in and out in no time. After all, when you feel better, you do better. Hey, people, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And, and this, this is season four of Better Let, Let Me Tell You. fin de semana. No, es un fin de semana largo. <laughs> I, I, you know, you know, I love the weekend and the weekend. It's true. It's, oh, it's really yes, good. Both with, is, with that third E and without it. That the song is really good. Well, welcome <laughs> listeners. Yes. Welcome to episode. Oh, Lord. You know, you, this was much better life when you kept track of the numbers. Wait, did you, the almighty oracle of episode numbers, forget? I'm not the oracle. I'm not making cookies. It's episode 169. Uh, welcome, everybody, <laughs> to episode 169. And also, unlike the oracle, you don't hablo mucho sin decir nada. Yeah. Um, how is everybody? Happy Happy Friday. Happy Friday. How, how, how is everybody's summer? Are we still in summer? We're still in summer. We're still in summer until Labor yeah. Day. Until yeah, Labor Day, until officially. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. That's for the rest of the world, country. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I mean, like, like calendar-wise. Well, that's true. Yes, calendar-wise, yeah. And then after... Well, what I was saying was, people, I love The Weeknd, the singer, and his new song <laughs> is pretty damn awesome. What is it called? Take My Breath. 
Oh, okay. So I saw, I, I was going to watch the video the other day and then I got distracted by something shiny. The video looks like the opening scene of Blade, which oh, is pretty badass. Yes. Okay. Oh, pretty badass. Yeah. You know, back when I was in New York, there was one year for New York Comic Con. It was like one of the anniversaries of Blade. And they were celebrating it. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna host like you know uh, uh, a rave themed like the opening rave of Blade." And I was like, "I'm not going." No, that didn't end well. I'm not going. That didn't end well. No, I'd rather no. watch it on TV. All you need is one crazy person to think it's really that rave. E- exactly. Yeah. Nope. Exactly. No. 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 La gente está loca. La gente está loca para carajo. No. 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 It's so funny because I, you know that <laughs> I, I love that scene. I don't care for vampires. This is true. At all, at like, all. historically, like, oh, yeah. Another another movie about vampires. Like I, to me, vampires and zombies. It's like, oh god. Um, but Blade is the one exception. I think the only two vampire things you enjoy is Blade and what we do in the shadows. Well, but what we do in the shadows <laughs> is freaking hilarious. Yeah, but I'm saying like those are your two vampire yeah. exceptions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that show is freaking a riot. But Blade is like so good, and that opening sequence when they're at the rave, yep. oh my gosh, so it, good, bloodbath. so good. Yeah, they, so good. they even named the party Bloodbath, like in the movie. And I was yeah, like, no, but you know what? No. You're right. Con la gente loca que hoy en día no me meto yo en eso por nada. No, I know that you know once you reach, once you're out of your twenties, you see things a little bit differently. Right, right. You know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I was still skydive, and I did that in my twenties. Right, things like that, but. But that is one of those, because you know me, you know my whole thing of when I enter a room, I always look for the exits. Yeah. And what if there is only one? Yes. And uh, no. And then they turn on the sprinklers and it's blood coming out of right. it. Oh, you only need one, un loco. Uno, one person uno, to ruin the party. Uno, uno solo. Uno that's, solo. All you, that's all you need. <laughs> uh, okay. Speaking of needing one person, I know you saw this, uh, this docu-series. I just finished seeing it this week. Can we talk about Cocaine Cowboys, Kings of Miami? How can we not? We need to talk about... Okay, first off, Billy Corbin. Billy Corbin has been on the show before. And you know what? He mentioned in his interview with us on this show that he was working on this. And that was like three years ago. Yeah, well... It's a five part. It's a six part documentary. Like that did not take two days to put no, together. No, it's true. Yeah. Um. So okay. Can here's, I? Can, here's what I loved about it. Okay. Can I just? Can I very quickly? Because I even wrote a list. Like uh-huh. okay. The best thing about this documentary is that it almost reads like. Do you remember on SNL when Stefan would say, "This club has everything," mm-hmm. and then just a laundry list of things. Yes. Okay. This documentary has everything. Oh, you have a list. Cuban refugees. Untold kilos of cocaine, a Juban bakery, paralegal hookers, Mark Paul Gosler's Miami twin in Peggy, a theme song by Pitbull, John Gotti's lawyers, Bee Gees hired to play at a wedding in Little Havana, one of the Miami housewives, jury tampering, a U.S. district attorney resigning after biting an exotic dancer, and a woman with Angelica Houston's hairstyle in The Witches. Wow, you took all those copious notes while you yes, were watching I did. it? That is a good capture of it. That's a good capture. So for those of you who haven't watched it, Billy Corbin, who is the original, um, well, he is the director, creator of Cocaine Cowboys, which the original documentary, which came out, what, like probably close to 10 years ago. Easily. Yeah. Um, He sort of did a follow-up in the series now um, called The Kings of Miami, Mm -hmm. which um, it's a six-part documentary series that starts in the 70s and ends in the 2000s. It ends a few (laughs) years ago um, with the whole, like, 
story of Sao um, Magluda Mag- and um, Willy Falcón. Um, I had always heard about Willy Falcón, but I can I confess the other I, name is harder to remember. I, I don't remember okay, hearing this about is Sal. what I thought was hilarious. You know how they said in the documentary that. If you're from Miami, you know somebody who knows somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, this past week, I've met like four or five people that I know that are very close to me that knew some, either knew that, mm-hmm. knew somebody involved in this or knew somebody that did. Bueno, Jose went to school with Willie's daughter. Yes. Jose and, was, remembers the day that her mother got I killed. I have a relative who his best friend is the cousin of the juror, the, oh, the, the, the foreman, one, the one that got the yes, the foreman, the foreman, the one that got arrested. Yes, yes. so oh. I'm like, I'm like, well, of course, because of it's course, Miami, right. which means that they're also connected to the River Cop scandal. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, so you know, we're all within six Spit, degrees. spitting distance. No, no, six degrees is too much. That's we're too all many. with like three. Equal. Yeah, three. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was so funny because I mentioned it. Yeah, and the other day Jose was telling me, I'm like, oh, another one that knew yeah. somebody who knew somebody. And it's not even that he knew her. Like, he's like, yeah, she would drop me off at my house sometimes. You know what's so interesting about, you know, the, the documentary, but any time that they do a documentary about, um, you know, about marimberos. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's really what that's it's about. That if you are of a certain age... Um, you remember, and we, our age group is probably like the youngest that remembers because when this happened, we were kids. Yeah, we remember it in no, in, in hindsight. No, 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 I clearly remember it, and I lived it. No, I know, but what I'm saying is, we were not. Again, our families weren't involved in that lifestyle, so we remember it happening around us, but not yes. not yeah, like right, right. But I, no, right. No, I clearly remember it. I mean, we were right. kids, but I I clearly. My parents were always like, "Oh, eso son marimbero." Oh yeah, there oh. were there were parties we didn't go to. Yeah. Oh, because in horse country I, you didn't go to parties. In no, horse you country. exactly. You didn't go parties. You, you didn't go to parties. No, in horse see, country. my grandmother, my my dad's mom moved to horse country in 1990, and I remember. That they they were poor they they were poor. Well, because, so, like, no, and by 1990, yeah, like no, but by 1990 there was still some action going on. But when, what 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 I was saying is that I think that our age group, like mid to late 30s, early 40s, is as young mm-hmm. as you you can yeah. be to remember, like really remember right. this Spice Girls. But I think that <laughs> if you do remember this and you watch this documentary it's, it's crazy. like it's like oh but this is how it totally was yeah. like it, like it, it's spot on you knew that if somebody one day had a blue collar job tenía un barco all of a sudden se compran el barco oh it's a barco casa en la calle those are like the, that's like the marimbero starter kit cadila y le ponen in the house le ponen las puertas esas that are made of iron con los leones the le- yeah the lions yes You know they were up. They, they, they were there was something happening. I, I, I go Fiji. and and I just think that it's so like watching it. It's so like nostalgic in a way. It's like watching. It's like watching home movies of Miami. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, we all know Billy Corbin's from Miami, but you can tell that that's the type of documentary or docu series that could only be made by right. someone from here yes. because he captures. The, again, he captures the Miami of it all. Right, not, because, the, not, because, the, not the sheen. The, because the thing about like the cooking cowboy... Sake, they all live in Westchester. But, but the thing of the cow, cooking cowboy documentaries is... That's why somebody like Billy Corbin can do it because he's from here. So he understands right. it. Is that a lot of times these documentaries that have to do with like crime or something like that, they're very much like a... 
like a not news, but sort of like um, at face value detective type mm-hmm. presentation. But what Billy Corbin with these Cocaine Cowboy documentaries does so well, that is that he, yes, he obviously presents like the newsworthy aspect of it, but it's intertwined with culture. Right, with Miami. Right, but but with with culture. Because because drug dealers in the 80s, whether you were involved in it or not, because my family was not involved in it whatsoever. But we were all touched by it. What, exactly, whatsoever. And I don't mean that to say that my family, you know, like, oh, we're... We're not saints. We're, yeah. like, holier than thou. But my... my they my, just weren't. My family was not involved in it whatsoever. Like, they didn't want to touch it with a 33 and a half foot pole. But we either knew people that were involved in it, or we saw it all around us. Bueno, similarly, my family neither. Pero mi abuelo tenía un taller. Right. I, I, I could imagine all the requests your abuelo got. I'm sure que ahí lo que entraba de vez en cuando de cliente, they knew who was what, but you didn't ask questions. Right, but, but that's why like his documentaries are so good because you can't tell the story of Marimberos in Miami without the way the culture was. Right. And and it it's so, that's so important in telling the story. That's why I think he did such a perfect job in doing so because you know it was in the story of miami in a weird way it what it was almost like telling the story of miami Uh, no but many people would come in and would not pick up on that to your point about the nuance they would come in and be like this is the story of these two guys in the drug trade and drugs 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 right like he went and he's like this is how miami this is the story of miami as much as it is theirs <clears throat> Think about when we were kids, how often you would hear like, oh, he's a drug dealer. Oh, eso es un marimbero. Or, oh, yeah. That's just what people would say. Yeah. And it, it was it was, it was freaking crazy. Like, I remember there's somebody close to me that was friends with somebody. And there were kids at the time. There were kids at the time. There were friends with somebody who my parents didn't want. Well. I just gave it away. <laughs> it was my brother. My brother oh. was friends with, you know, from school. From yeah, school, kind of like how you and I were classmates. Yeah. He was friends with someone that my parents immediately. Sabian que hay... They were like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, there's no way that they can afford that house and that lifestyle with what they say they do. The father does for a living. Right. Well, what he says he does. Right. No yeah. way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So my parents were always like, nope, you're not going over. Nope, you're not going over. Right. Nope, you're not going over. And one time, my something happened that he, I don't know how it ended that he snuck out or whatever. Typical teenager that stuff. He, it ended up, ended up going because of course I had a pool and <laughs> I, it was something my parents found out and whatever. And you know, they were like, you're leaving. So I right. went to pick him up and, and, and took him. And later that day, the house got raided by the FBI. So, yeah. Es para decir que parents know. <laughs> so, so let's talk about a, a little, I thought it was so sort of interesting that uh, Alexa Echevarria, because you know, She's you know I, ever I, since she I, I never saw a housewife. I never saw a housewife episode, pero mira que para caerme mal una persona en un documentary. A mí ni me cayó ni bien ni mal. What I just think it's funny about her was that you know, especially with the housewives and all that, she's sort of had a more like cleaner image. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, okay, I didn't know, like a more you know her her she's widowed her 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 husband that died now. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like um, a media mogul and all that. Mm-hmm. So she's had a more like. 
you know, sophisticated image. I, okay, I she, guess she had to but, trade in her name, her was, name plate for pearls. I thought it was so funny that like in this documentary, she's like, yeah, I've dated. I used to date drug dealers. Like she was so like Miami of the time. Like, I, I don't mean that as a criticism. No, it's just it is what it like, was. Yeah. Like she was so like, uh, yeah, she's like, of the time. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting how like, you know, and, and again, I, I like I'm, how you called him the, the like a Latino Mark Paul Gossler. Yes, he yes. looked like Mark Paul Gossler. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you something. That guy is as attractive as he is dumb. Well, he got caught again. That's why. He's not bright. You would have thought he would have learned his lesson. Learned something. I don't yeah. know if it's a lesson or whatever. But like, she did something. She said something in in the in in the sh- the series, which I, I found interesting. And you know what? I'm gonna sound a little holier than thou right now. And you know what? So be it. But she. She kind of, in certain moments, seemed a little like indignant of like you know, oh how dare the you know atter- the U.S. attorneys come and like you know these charges against Peggy and you know ugh, they were such assholes and this and that and that. I'm like, sweetheart, your husband was a criminal. We can argue till the cows come home about whether drugs should be criminalized or penalized right. or whatever, but don't play the role of like how dare they when it's well, like you knew what he was doing and you were looking the other way. I, 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 right, but I think that what happens. A lot of times, especially at the beginning, Combarimberos, was that here were, you know, these people, a lot of them were immigrants who came from Yeah, started from the bottom, now we're here. And now we're here, and we're making all this money, and we're providing for my family. And it's not only providing for your, like, your wife and your kids, but for your parents and your brother and your this and that. Because, like, all these people, like, would buy houses for their parents and, you know, Everyone's on the payroll as well. Right? Yeah. Right? Um, because it would help everybody out. So I think that what happened, especially that early on, because we have to remember, we have to think about it in the context of the 80s. The 80s. I think that what happened with drug dealing, especially that early on, was that it was seen as like a victimless crime. Because at one, point, at one point, drug trafficking was not the killing spree that it turned out to be. Or right. at least people didn't know about it. Right. Correct. So they were like, ah, mira, estos muchachos, as they call them, los muchachos. Yeah. Sí, son marimberos y están traficando droga, pero tú sabes que todo, la gente de toda forma van a usar la droga, right? It's a victimless eh, crime, like uh-huh. you said. Yeah. La gente de toda forma van a usar la droga. Y tú sabes and it's que, rich people who are buying it. Ajá, uh-huh, uh-huh, and... whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Right? But... With them especially, um, you know, then they were like murdering uh, witnesses, witnesses, and then you know threatening, you know, because got a little out of hand. Because I felt really bad for that juror, the the one that was hidden. Oh yes, yes. Because you know she. They came up to her and offered her money. So then what was she supposed to do? And they weren't offering it of the kindness of their right. heart. It's like, you're taking right. this money or because if you, you say know no, the consequence, you were going to kill you. So what what are you going to do at that moment? Right. The witness protection program is effective, but the in the witness protection program, I mean, you have to give up your life. So right, right. You're, you're screwed whatever way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so... The, the, those are the parts of the story that obviously have to be told, and, and Billy Corbin told them very well. Yeah. Uh, because, and and I actually like the way that he did it. That at first it was like, oh, you know, they came from Cuba and they did this and they dropped so out it, of high school. It's a Scarface you know, story, and and they took over the the, the trade from the trade from this. right from that guy, and you know they made it even bigger and all I that. Loved his suit, by the way. What I think is so funny about him is, which this is very Miami, right? Yes. There's a lot of people in Miami now that have very legitimate businesses and they're very clean. Yes. And pillars yes. of the pillars community of the society, yeah. who did not start off that nope. clean, who have dirty hands. Listen, 
why can't we all be like the Kennedys? <laughs> That's so true. The Kennedys start off as bootleggers, for fuck's sake. The Kennedys are seen as American royalty. Like, oh my God, the Kennedys. La gente se tira un peo con, con the Kennedys. Kennedys. Like, like yeah. if they were freaking the king and the king and queen of England. Right. Like, the, oh my God, the Kennedys. Oh my God, the Kennedys. It's like, do you realize that the Kennedys made their money from bootlegging through prohibition? Yep. And I'm sure that Joe Kennedy, the <laughs> patriarch, uh-huh. was tremendo HP. And he did what he needed to do to get to where he needed right. to be. Right. So, you know. Yes. Um, that could have been these people. That could have been, that could have been them. <laughs> you know, what I think is great is at the end of the day, all these drug, you know, mafia type stories, it's always about like, and you hear it throughout. No, because, you know, we were like a family. We were like a family. We're a family. We're a family. Yeah, but you know what? You're a family up to the point where the family thing, it feel like it, it has to trickle up in in those cases. It never trickles down. Because in Mimo Sal, again, we can argue about whether the government was justified in doing so, but came to him and be like, we're going to put your old father in jail. We're going to put your son in jail unless you plea. And he dug his heels in, which means that this is a person who has no consideration for anyone else at the end of the day. Right. His father got out viejo. His father he got still out viejo. Jail time. He did like five or seven months of jail time. And, and his son, his son did five years. It's so funny because like, that I'm, I'm actually family, glad you mentioned that because what his, his dad covered for him. And, I'm like, but that's a paternal instinct, right? I'm like, my dad would totally do that for me, right? But you would, but you would take the plea because you wouldn't want your father to go right, to jail. exactly, and more exactly. so for your kid, exactly. And no, 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 of course, of course, right? But but what I'm saying is that what his family did to protect him is so what like what our family would do. would would have done, yeah, and um, yeah, no, and and look, I, I think that for them in specific, especially for Sal. You know, there's a bit of narcissism that comes to that. Absolutely. Because, you know, he kind of, he he kind of, for 20-something years, the, the FBI was after him and they, they and couldn't, couldn't get him. He was tough you one, know? Yeah. And I think there comes a point that you think you're invincible. And yeah. and he probably did. You know, that whole thing of, of racing boats, that's a very they alpha, very... ESPN. That's a very alpha, because he, he, you know, we always say this all the time. All the time. Like, coño, if you're making your money illegally... Shut up. Dude, be discreet about Shut it. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. <laughs> or if you're going to have boats, don't also be the ones who race them. Yes. <laughs> you know, you can buy a nice little house in Kendall. A vacation home. Oh, maybe a little, una, a little cabin in the woods, a little Key West house. You can get, you know, a normal three series BMW. I'm right. not saying that you have to live like a peasant. But coño. Be smart. You know, these people, it's like, it's like I'm going to flaunt it. <laughs> And then it's like they were saying in the court, they're like, they have no income. They have no reported so income. That they, they, he got caught what a mon- money laundering. They always catch you on something stupid. It's funny because I've never really understood how you launder money. I've to- wait, I've told you this, right? What? At the end of mañana, if a cop shows up at my door, knocks and says that I am being arrested for money laundering, I will very much with a straight face tell them, no, 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 no. You have the, I, I will tell you right now that you have the wrong person. You can come and charge me with murder, with robbery, with anything you want, but money laundering, I've watched documentaries and I still don't understand how it works. So I can guarantee you, the, the thing, I'm not guilty the thing of that. money laundering is that, I, and I, I guess I should know what it, like the elements of it. I understand how it works. I don't. The thing about it is, you see people getting... Um, 
getting in trouble for money laundering and i'm like really they came up with that scheme like it's always like the, it's it's like it's always a peggy right because <laughs> because to launder launder money successfully like you have to it's an operation know what you're doing it's an operation yeah. yeah like and i'm like really like they were money laundering like Again, I still don't know how it works. <laughs> I'm not sure 100 percent either. I don't. It's like, could you give me money? But then the money goes out. But then it's money that hasn't but then been you used. Need a, a, a legitimate business. And then I have to, I have to go like montar un negocio. I'm like, I know, no, 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 never mind, never mind. I just pay your taxes. Just pay your taxes. It's you know all this like scheming to live an easy life, and it's like it just seems like so much trouble. I know. I know. <laughs> so, all this is because you didn't want to work 40 hours a I week. Ha- you know what? I have to tell you <laughs> that really? I. Whatever money I pay the IRS, I gladly pay it. I'm like, yep. Nita, here you go. I'm not fighting. I'm not arguing. No, nope. I'm not. What you, you you want? You want that amount of money? Nita, go here. Ahead. Here you go. Go ahead. go ahead. Here you go. I can't afford it. Here's a payment plan. Yes. Here's a like, payment plan. Yes. yes. I'm not arguing with you. Just tell me how much I owe Just you. Exactly. I can pay you, and that's it. We're, exactly. That's We're it. done. We're, We're done. done. We're done. It's like I glad. It's like please, IRS. Yeah. Please. Here you Mándame go. Mándame la cuenta, please. Please. <laughs> Encantado la vida. You don't even have to send me a self-addressed office. No, I will. You know what? I'll gladly pay the stamp. <laughs> but no, but it's a great documentary. And for those of you who haven't seen it, um, watch On it. Netflix? I feel kind of... Did you feel bad for um, Angelica Houston? <laughs> <laughs> you know, feel bad for her is a weird way to put it. Because again, these are people who put themselves in these situations. So it's... Uh, <sighs> I, I, I think I, I can't say I feel bad for someone who went into a situation and and had an opportunity to walk away from it, you know, and kept going. Yeah, I I know what you're trying to say, but I just don't know if I, I have feel, mixed feelings about her too. I don't know if feel bad is the right way to because put it. it sucks. I mean, I, I I love you and I will do anything for you, sort of. But but there, I mean, once you have me doing a lot of illegal activity, there's going to come a point I'll be like, okay. Yeah, this we're gonna have to have a talk. talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to have a talk. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> the money laundering. The money laundering. <laughs> People, it's a joke. We don't. At least we money. know that it will never be money laundering that <laughs> either one of us asks we to do. We fall our taxes every <laughs> so year. We don't know how. Every year. Um, <laughs> we don't know how to Listen, money I'm more likely to ask you to kill someone than money launder. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Because I don't know. That's like I don't know I what hear, I'd be asking you to when do. When I hear people, I've said this before on the podcast. When I hear of of people that have defrauded like Medicare, and it's like this complicated scheme. It's like okay. <laughs> so part of what part of yeah. what I do, I, I I work at the practice in in the law practice is like you know if we settle a claim mm-hmm. for somebody right. And they are a Medicare recipient right. and Medicare paid part of their hospital bills or whatever. Mm. There is an act, there is legislation that says that part of the proceeds have to be paid back to Medicare. Okay. Right? Okay. So if you got $100,000 from a lawsuit and $20,000, Medicare paid $20,000 in you medical bill, that 20. you have to, we negotiate it down. But something. But you have to pay something to Medicare. Okay. 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 I didn't know that. Okay. That process 
cannot be more complicated. Like every time we got a Medicare person, I'm like, okay, people, it's going to take me two days to get what I need because I'm going to call this number. Then I have to call the other number. Then they're going to, you know. And that's doing everything legally. Right. Then 20 minutes into the conversation, they're going to tell me, no, we can't help you. I have to call this department. <laughs> then I can't reach anybody at the department. Then I have to call another department. No, it's not Medicare. It's Medicaid. Oh, I've been speaking to Medicare all this time, but I need to speak to Medicaid. Oh, no, no, no. But this is Humana. Not You need to talk to Humana. Out of Medicaid because it's different. All this, and I'm like, okay. and that's you doing it on the up and up. I'm like, okay, how? And you know, I, I think I'm of certain intelligence. Like, how is it that people even begin to defraud Medicare? Because it's like I wouldn't even know where to begin. Like, where do you even begin? Because it's so complicated. So then when you see these like Yamis, as I said, defrauding Medicare, I'm like, dude, did you take a course like defrauding Medicare for dummies? Like, how do it you even be. begin to do that? It so, must be. It must be. So that's how we feel about money laundering. That's how we feel about money laundering. Well, yeah. back to Angelica Houston. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was her name? I forgot. Um, Madeline. Uh-huh. A... What I actually did enjoy about her, she had like a bit of like a calmness about her. Yeah. That even she'd made peace. She made peace, but she was like also la chuckling. So I think she sort of has a sense of humor about it. But I felt bad for her at the end when she says that, you know, she lost everything and like her family yeah. and, and all that. She doesn't, she doesn't know where they are. Yeah. And like you know, you see the totality of the circumstances that these yeah. two people brought upon all the collateral damage. like 50, 50 to 100 other people and start doing exponential math yes you know yeah. because i mean we're talking about like even this guy you know peggy like again he's an idiot but it's like his actions affect his kids you right. know and then his kids actions will probably affect it you know the way he they act and they, children. they eventually will affect um andy cohen well i don't care about that right <laughs> <laughs> because she's a housewife. <laughs> That's true. Mira, hasta donde llegamos. Yeah. Even Andy Cohen's involved. Even Andy Cohen. And if Andy Cohen is involved, so is Anderson Cooper. Beda. And by extension, la pobre Kathy Griffin. And she just had lung cancer. Hasn't she suffered enough? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. So anyway, everybody, watch Cocaine Cowboys. Um, it's pretty awesome. It's it's <laughs> the story of Miami. It is the story of Miami. It's, it's an easy watch. You can watch it in like a Saturday. Oh my God, didn't I tell you? It was one of these that it had come out and then, you know, I was like trying to find the right time to watch it. And I think it was, it was on a Saturday and I'm like, you know, let me watch the first episode. Right. Just to, just to get into it and then I'll continue it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I was starting episode five and it was like 4.30 in the morning. I'm like, okay, I need to stop. <laughs> I think I'll finish watching it tomorrow. Just one more left. Yeah, just one more left. So, so, you know, so bueno. And so, Billy Corbin, you've been on the show once, but if you want to come back, absolutely, whenever you want, buddy. Open invitation. Hey, people, DJ here. If there's something that I've made pretty clear over four seasons of this show is how much I love music. Creating the perfect playlist is one of my favorite pastimes. And now I have the perfect way to hear them with my Raycon wireless earbuds. You all know since a quarantine, I've become obsessed with biking and Raycons are the best way to listen while I'm pushing myself to get those extra miles. Not only do they come with a bunch of gel tips so you can listen in comfort, but they don't stick out of your ears like some other earbuds do. And with a 32-hour battery life, I can bike for miles with my Raycons without worrying about my soundtrack going silent, because that kind of sucks. 
Did we also mention Raycons are half the price of other premium audio brands without sacrificing quality? Well then how about you make your own soundtrack with Raycon? Right now, pero let me tell you listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash pero. Plus they come with a 45 day happiness guarantee so you really can't lose. So visit buyraycon.com slash pero to save 15% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash pero. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, mi gente. So we are back with another Pero Snap Crack Health segment. And we're here with Mark, Vince, and Vanessa. Thank you guys for joining us again. Now, today we're going to talk about how chiropractic health can really become part of like an overall fitness routine, right? Like how it's it's so integral and how you guys have really managed to make that part of the community as well, which, you know, we love community here at Pedro, let me tell you. So, you know, it's really about encompassing a holistic, healthy lifestyle, right? Like chiropractic can, can become part of that. Totally agree. Yeah, I mean, we, we're definitely involved in fitness events. We do uh, monthly, like, we would actually be pre-COVID, we were doing uh, monthly Lululemon runs with them. Ooh, okay. Sponsoring those events, helping them out. Some we, comfy you know, pants. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. And then we have yoga events, beach yoga. Vanessa actually just did an event on the uh, Miami Beach. The yoga event, it was amazing. We also have teamed up with Tony Thomas, Beat the Gym. Basically, he does uh, fitness events in parking garages, Brinko City Center. Parking garages. Parking garages. You know, there's a parking garage. It's 1111, if I'm not mistaken, on uh, Lincoln Road. It's on like the, the top level. He has the whole top floor and it has like 70 people and he's he's a monster, that guy. So shout out to him. He's amazing. I love that. It's like fitness can be anywhere, like similar to like how you guys have locations everywhere. You know, it's like chiropractic health doesn't have to be this. Let me make an appointment six weeks from now. Like it can happen in the moment, like any any fitness routine. Yeah, big time. Everything's on our, mostly everything's on Instagram on when we're going to do our next event. Tony Thomas has been amazing to us. He does uh, event at the parking garages. Brickle City Center is going to be the next one, hopefully, if he can lock it up. You guys got a lot going on too. I mean, you do some yoga as well, right? Which we I know it's, that, that's good for like stretching and beach for your yoga. spine, right? Mm-hmm. It was beach, nice. Well, it was like hot yoga. It was amazing. It's Miami. Yeah, I know. <laughs> of course, it's got to be beach yoga. She had the right? coconuts with the snap crack logos on it. She did an amazing event. Yeah, it was also with uh, Vita Coco. We had some like oh. Vita Coco coconut. See, I was going to say pina coladas, but yes, that makes more sense. It's more health centric. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can get a hangover cocktail if you want. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Honestly, we did this because we wanted to build like a community around our brand and not just make it like 
just a brand and selling and all of these things. Like we really believe in the healthy lifestyle as a whole right. and really making that something easy for the modern and busy person. Like that's that's our audience. Our audience is very smart. They're very health conscious. And we just want to make it fit into their life rather than them having to like go out of their way and wait like 45 minutes. Well, that's very clear about Snap Crack as a whole, right? I mean, you guys are all about like come in on your time. Yeah, you know? exactly. So we're trying to do those monthly. Um, so every month we're going to have a, a, a either a yoga event or a beach yoga or a fitness event. So we're going to start doing more of this type of stuff. It's, it's just great for our patients. It's just stretching, working out, building up the abs. We did the yoga event with... Um, Mallory Hopes. She's new in town. She's super uh, cool. So shout yeah, out to her. She did the beach yoga for us. It was an amazing mm -hmm. turnout. She did an amazing job. So shout out to her. She's well, I've been saying, you. I've been wanting to do yoga for a while. So I may have to go to one of these upcoming <laughs> events, you know, that you guys are coordinating. Yeah, so, you should. And I can find these events obviously on your Instagram, which yeah. is uh, Snap Crack Chiropractic. Yes, yep. exactly. All right, I had to say that slowly because it's a lot of C's in there. <laughs> yeah. um, tongue twister. Yeah, a little bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> but you know, that's where you guys have all you post all of your upcoming events, right? Yeah, it's on your Instagram. Yeah, that even well. shows the events themselves, so people, you know, the patients could get a feel of, hey, what's what's gonna be in this that's event. True. So, um, and I gotta say, based on your Instagram, your events all seem very approachable, which is very important because I think a lot of times people think, you know, when you think yoga and parking garage gym uh, you when, know, you, when, you, when you hear parking garage you're like wait what, what is this what is this but then you see it it's amazing he's got usually djs it's the energy is just so intense it's awesome so yeah. uh you but go it's great because it seems like everybody's welcome right oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's welcome. that's yeah. the thing it's, and our, it's, and it's just... included in our members and memberships so basically oh, okay. our, if you're a member at snap crack it's included there's no pay there's no hidden fees it's just a part nice. of the membership so memberships the... not only like what mark was saying you get six visits one vitamin injection that rolls over. Also, the fitness events and the yoga is included in the membership. Nice. So it's, it's, we, there's a lot. We also kind of want to like incorporate some wellness events, such as like things for like mental health and like meditation. Very important after the last year, right? Yeah. Everybody's kind of going a little nutso with the COVID staying at home, right? Yeah, agree, like the anxiety, the depression, like everybody's kind of like going crazy a little bit. Yeah. So we were thinking it might be kind of cool to do like sound bathing, like with those bowls. Oh, and, like like the mm, yes. thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So me and my sister had done it like a year ago and we were like, oh my God, that's like the best meditation I've ever had. And we thought it would be super cool to just like host an event like that. Like that's... Yeah. 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 Okay. I love yeah. it. Like let's all pretend we can do the sound. Like, yeah. Mm, yeah. right? That's awesome. You tell me. You guys get an organic Surprise. Yeah, surprise. Okay, well, cool. this is all fantastic. And, you know, like I said, listeners, if you want to find out more information, obviously you can go to their website, snapcrack.com, or their Instagram, snapcrackchiropractic, to find out when all these fantastic community events are going to take place. Because, as we know, when you feel better, you do better. So, actually, one of the things I wanted to bring up, um, and, you know, we've talked about this before since um, COVID is it's here to stay covid covid is the whole thing though covid's here to stay baby. covid is like that person that came for the food and is not leaving the party so oh my god literally <laughs> oh my gosh yes we didn't want to joke I about that <laughs> i didn't even think about that one. Oh no so <coughs> The reason I'm going to bring this subject up is because I foresee a lot of this happening. So mm -hmm. uh, we've heard a lot in the in the last few days or few weeks about um, school here in Miami-Dade County that's going to start yep. in a couple of weeks. How the governor signed an executive order saying that it's a parent's choice. Um, 
the reason I bring that up is because um, there's going to be a lot more and more mandates or mm-hmm. executive orders prohibiting mandates. You know, whether whatever whatever side side of the spectrum is, mm-hmm. you know, both sides. We're going to be seeing a lot of that. So Indiana University, okay, uh, put in a mandate that if you are going to be a student there for the fall semester, you must be vaccinated. Okay, and it reached the Supreme Court. And the Supreme, already wow, it did. That was quick, right? No, because the Supreme the state Court, Supreme Court, obviously. The, no, the United States Supreme the, Court. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, the Supreme That's... Court can take a case by what we call cert, which is that uh, they pick a case like ad hoc. Y- yes. Wow, that was so properly used. Well, I no, I use that word a lot in my in my day to day. Really? <laughs> yeah, it... because a lot of times reports will be ad hoc because they're not in scope. Okay, well, anyway, um, I thought it was like your law and order legal degree. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, yeah, a Supreme, the Supreme Court also has the, the jurisdiction to pick a case. Um, anyway, so the Indiana University vaccination requirement was being challenged by a group of students who were saying that um, the medical benefits of the vaccine mm-hmm. to the public did not outweigh the their, their personal well no did not outweigh the risks that you can have by taking the vaccine whatever so that's interesting well, they didn't even approach it from the perspective of their personal freedoms no um anyway so the supreme court of the united states uh did not strike it down and therefore uh indiana university will be able can mandate to mandate that vaccines. Um, vaccines. And what I thought was really interesting was that the justice who wrote the opinion was Amy Coney Barrett, who is supposed to be a conservative. That's why I say wow, time and time again, I say time and time again, you can't look at Supreme Court justices, whether they were nominated by Trump, whether right. they were nominated by Obama, whoever nominated them. You can't see them as conservative like a politician because while certainly they can swing certain ways in certain stuff like abortion or or immigration or things like that i I say this time and time again people who reach the supreme court on the most part are people that are the pinnacle of jurisprudence and when you take a case by case Mm -hmm. um issue and like like this a lot of times cases go up to the supreme court for for the Supreme Court to decide on issues that it's not what people think they are, right? It's like a nuanced issue, right? Okay. So um, it's not that the Supreme Court is going to make a decision to make this legal or this illegal. Right. No, it's usually on a very specific question. Um, and that's why you don't know how a justice is going to rule. Because, because it's not about what when, you think it when is. When you reach that level of... of excellence if you will in jurisprudence you um you don't see things through the lens of conservative or liberal you see things through the lens of the law the letter of the law and um that's why i wanted to say that because you a lot of people would think wow. like oh but trump appointed her like well, yeah how is she doing that? right no, right right, no. right um and, and what, what was the reasoning that the there... reasoning is the reasoning that has always existed the greater good no if you don't want to go to Indiana University, go somewhere else. They also have, there's also a religious exempt, exemption. You okay. could also take online school. 
at Indiana That's University. That's true, especially after so, last year. So yeah. they were different options. And the biggest argument... So they're was, not denying you an education. Right, they're not denying you an education. And you have, and you have other and options. options within the same school and, or other schools. Right. And most importantly, schools and entities have made vaccination requirements for decades. Because when I started good old FIU here in Miami, That's true. Yeah. I had to get vaccinated. I think I had never been vaccinated for like the... The MMR or something. or something. I needed a booster or something. something. Yeah, you're right. That I remember that I had to, when I started FIU, I had to go to the clinic and FIU and get an injection. I had get, totally get forgotten that I had to do that too. Right? When Tristan started school, we had to give them that. They were like freaking on a, like on you, like C-C-C. over, over. You have to send his vaccination uh, transcript. You have to send it. You have to send it for public school. You know, because they require vaccinations. So this is nothing new. This is nothing new. This is nothing new. This has been happening. Everybody, everything is political. And now since we're dealing with a society that is, they're all infectious disease experts, you know, um, you know. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because we had uh, my job, my day job, we had the town hall this week. And part of the town hall is that you know the average employee can ask questions of the ceo and one of the questions was something to the effect of like you know will there be a change in terms of requiring vaccinations right now it is required if you want to go into the office nobody really is but if you want to go into the office you have to have you have to be vaccinated you have to prove and all that and you know the the question was essentially like oh is that ever going to change because and then they 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 enveloped they enveloped it in this whole thing of like you know because before you know i when when covid first started you know i was still going to the office and then i stopped and you know this whole like woe is me like play the violin thing and you know i was telling a co-worker of mine i'm like the only reason this question exists this person made this question is because they want to make a thing about it and you know the ceo answered it very pc very like you know we we hear you but this is a requirement now blah 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 it's like for the last year you've been working at home you can work at home right there's an option like nobody nobody is saying that if you don't get vaccinated you will be fired Right, you're not at risk of losing your job. You're not, you know, you're not inconvenienced. You don't want to work at home anymore. Okay, go to a Starbucks, go to a park, go to like. I mean, there's options, you know. So it's it's this whole thing of just like we're gonna make a thing about this. Yeah, and also let it be known that from a legal decision, there is a lot of uh, case law. That's why you don't want to open up Pandora's box from a legal perspective. There's a lot of case law that allows mandates because especially after the 1908 um, uh, pandemic with the Spanish flu, Mm -hmm. there were cities and jurisdictions that were mandating every citizen to be vaccinated left and right. And 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 the Supreme Court and various other courts upheld that. So, so precedent exists. So, huh? So precedence exists. Of course. Right. Of course. Um, so you don't want to go down that route. Right. You, you don't want to go down that route. You know, I I always tell you this. Since I had a child, I feel that I now can make certain <laughs> uh, options, certain comments certain that before, before, you know. You don't have a kid. You don't know. Right. right. Um, you know, when you see all these parents like, oh, my God, my children are so traumatized for wearing a mask. Oh, my God. The trauma. I'm like, my kid? My kid is like, oh, like, I want this color mask and this color right. mask. With it's, these tra- designs it's, it's almost dress up. Yeah. Like, 
Also, you know what? It's a great it's a great step in the right direction for life because you're not always going to get to do what you want to do. Never once has he ever objected for wearing a mask. You know why? Because I haven't put it in him. I haven't been like, oh, you know, you can't wear a mask because you're you're not gonna breathe. I'm like, okay, they're making you wear a mask. Then let's wear a mask. Right, right. That's why. If you make an issue out of things, especially to children, right, it especially will, to children, right. you know, the, 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 what's the biggest question that people always have? Oh my god, what am I gonna tell my children? Right, you know, right. when if two men are kissing, what are you gonna tell the, my children? You're gonna tell them the two men are kissing, the two men kiss. They're in love. End of the day. End Next of the story. Next. Oh Next. my God! What am I going to tell my children when they see this going on? You're going to tell them what it is. Next, yeah. <laughs> like within the scope of what they can comprehend, and that's it. Yeah. It's called parenting. You're always going to have uncomfortable conversations. Justin <laughs> asked me the other day, "What's a serial killer?" Ooh, can I answer it to him? We were. I already did. I Aww. go well. You know, it's generally somebody who like has a lot of problems. Right. Um, and they kill, you know, a lot of people and usually it's like the same type of people. And I think he asked something like, oh, you know, but are they okay? I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're okay. not. <laughs> they're, they're not okay. Like in, fundamentally, like, yeah. like they don't think right. You know, right. he's like, well, okay, that's it. You know, moving right along, you know? Yeah. I mean, you answer the question and hope. Right. That so it on. that whole thing, I mean, he, my kids can't breathe. I'm like, oh, like, I think your kids have physical problems then if they can't breathe with a mask yeah, on. Like, <laughs> it's, it's what I said last week and I've said a few times. This is because here we have... It's privilege. It's, it's a form of privilege it's, it's and entitlement. Privilege. That when other countries around the world are um, dying for vaccines, literally dying for vaccines... Right. And here we have to give such ridiculous incentives and people are equating wearing a mask or a mask mandate to having their constitutional rights removed. What on earth are you talking about? Like spoken like people who have never had their constitutional rights removed. Oh, gosh, I can't. Anyways, move on to something else. Well, in in good news, Santa's Enchanted Forest has found a new home. How do we feel about that? <laughs> so, for, for those of you who remember, we talked about this that yes. Santa's, you know, Santa's Trump, they're going to have to redo that theme song. Well, yeah. Because it ends with the address Santa, ahora en Hialeah. Right, something like that. So, you know, Tropical Park, which has been the home of Santa's Enchanted Forest for, oof, for about a thousand years. Probably. Um, essentially revoked the rental. Boo. <laughs> and so we didn't know if it was going to happen or not. And then actually it was almost kind of like the pandemic helped mm-hmm. because it gave them an extra year to find a place to have it. Right. And now Santa's is going to your, some, your, your kind of neck of the woods. Hi, Aaliyah Park. A palipodromo. Palipodromo. So I have mixed feelings about it because, I mean, first of all, I'm happy it's, it found a home. It, it yeah. found a home. Yeah. Because Santa's Enchanted Forest is one of these places I haven't been to in years, but I would be upset if it. It's. I, I like that gone. it's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, so I'm happy I found a home. I think it'll be bothered most fine. But but the reason I say that is because what I loved about Santa's Enchanted Forest was the fact that it was next to the Palmetto. You could see the lights. So you could see the lights from miles away. It was a very. It was like the Christmas season was starting. Right, and when you would drive by it, it was so pretty to watch it and and the yeah. thing with the hippodromo is that the hippodromo is in in the middle of a suburban area yeah you're not gonna see it from the so you have to go you have to go there be going there yeah. to see it um 
So, I mean, but I'm glad it was saved, but I don't know. It's not the same. No, it's not the same. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I... You look like you're processing all of the feelings no, about it. because like, okay, I'm, ha- I'm in a way I'm happy I went to Hialeah, but I don't know. I just also think that the area I was in was perfect. And I'm trying to think like, is it because that's the only area I knew it in? Well, but there's also the fact that it's literally right off the Palmetto. Yeah. So it's 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 very central in, in that way as well. Santa or now <laughs> thanks to in my, in my head thanks to the Jenny, Jenny Lorenzo and and, and, and Risa, Risa from yeah. um, Spanish Hockey Presents. A, what is it? Santa's Enchanted Parking no, Lot. Miami's Enchanted Parking Lot. <laughs> hey, what is it? Humidity. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. But it's not tan caro. That is the sequarium. That is... Oh, yeah. I, no. I was looking at prices for Halloween Horror Nights. Well, no. At Halloween Horror Nights. Do you know... No, but do you know how much a ticket is? Is it over $100? Lo que falta. Actually, you know what? With taxes, it probably is. For a Saturday. It's like $82 before taxes. That's expensive. I have to tell you that I'm not... You know, I don't get scared of things. Mm-hmm. Um... I was, uh, well, I was in first in line in when we went yes. to Tehran <laughs> Church, Church Street. I don't get scared easily. But I don't like to see people going around in chainsaws. Because again. It just takes that one guy. It takes that one logo. That, I'm <laughs> that like, one disgruntled employee. Yes. That one disgruntled, who brought the chain of the chainsaw. <laughs> and, and things are not going to end and well. No. And I remember that when we went, one of the years we went. That there were all, like all these people chasing you with chainsaws. I'm like, I don't know about that. that we're gonna call that the line. Chase me with an axe, but <laughs> not a chainsaw. Wait, you would rather be chased with an axe than a chainsaw? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Because with an axe, you could duck. Yeah, but an axe can be thrown. Uh, Nobody's yeah. gonna throw a and chainsaw. Can, oh yeah, they can. Yeah, but once they let go of it, it's not gonna keep. Yeah, and a, yeah, and an axe. No, it's a chainsaw. Like, boom, there goes your leg. An axe, you know. It, no, no, no. Well, I mean, I'd rather not be chased by either. But, you know. <laughs> if these are the only options. Right. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Chainsaws. Yo tengo tremendo respeto a un chainsaw. Really? See, sí. sí, I have a, pl- a plant trimmer, and I I, I use it with caution. So. <laughs> Viste que... I'm get. just picturing you trimming the plants, but, like, the lejito, like, holding it at arm's length. Like. Yeah. That's the type of stuff that, like... Oh my gosh, I'm, that's like I could never work for those people that throw the the branch in the chipper thing. Oh, that's so that is so great. My dad used to have a a mulcher. Nope, that's okay. Uh that somebody here in Miami it was very refreshing. tragically fell into one of those things years ago. Okay, I'm and, talking about and, a small one at home. I've watched Fargo way too many times. <laughs> nope. Nope. There's just some things that like okay, but in order for you to fall into like one of the little home personal ones, like and get sucked through, you have to be comiendo mierda because listen, they're not even that big. Listen, I, no, no, <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, I was gonna say if you want to watch me, I'm gonna turn my plants tomorrow. Like, oh, we should come and take just record it for you know on Instagram I, live. This is how I trim my plants. If you don't like. Do you wear goggles? Yes. Oh, my God. You know what I'm like? That's what I'm terrified of with weed eating. No. You know what I'm terrified of? Terrified. I've watched too many movies. <laughs> like, cuando the, like, it's well, not so much anymore because everything's battery <laughs> operated now. Pero when, like, el radio se le cae en la bañadera. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, I would like you know yeah. Growing up, you would listen to the radio in like the bathroom because you know it was yeah. before it was a different time. I just when it, when I was like in the shower, I wouldn't turn the dial. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, all it takes is one slip up. Yep. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Oye, viste que papá de Britney is going to step down. I saw that. I did see that. Actually, just happened like right before we started recording. Yeah. Britney Spears' dad says he intends to step down as a conservator. Yes, when the time comes. So, I mean, there's still there's still legal hoops to be, to be jumped through. Pero bueno. He's basically saying he's going to do it because he's like, you know what? My daughter has enough issues. If this is going to help her or make her, you know. Or I've made already millions of dollars. People saw what I'm up to. And right, it's time right. To, it's, to go. It's, it's time to go, yeah. Like, But let me go out at least trying to look the hero. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You should get a free Britney flag for your apartment. Oh, yeah. She posted. Oh, my God. Did you read her thing the other day when she got locked in the bathroom? I did. It was great. It was great. It was the epitome of stream of consciousness. Okay. What I don't know when she posts stuff like that. Is if she's having an episode? No. Is because she said, which we believe this, that there's somebody who monitors her account. I mean, that's part of the course for many celebrities. Yes. But if somebody is monitoring his account. <laughs> and they're letting her write that? Yes. Like... Right, they're not doing. The, they're not doing their what job. What kind of a job unquote. are they doing? Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, they all have handlers who 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 basically run their social media. Like, I mean, most celebrities at a certain level of celebrity have a person who's you know posting for them because they've got things that they're doing. Yeah, but I want to maybe I guess now because you know she's not doing much. Yo tengo alguna gana de ir a un concierto. Me too. But like we went to the we went to the concert of um, High Alai. Yeah, which yeah. was amazing. I really enjoyed it. it was but that concert was very fitting for them. Right. No, you're talking like... like I want a mosh pit. Right. Like like The weekend, who is going on tour next year. Yes. No, I want a mosh pit. I want a mosh pit. I want to jump up and down. You want to feel like... Yo quiero salir empapado de sudor. You want to feel like the sweat. Yeah, that's me. I like to come out of a concert drenched. That, mean, that means I got my... Your money's worth. I got yeah. my money's worth and my Ticketmaster convenience fee worth. Oh, the inconvenience <laughs> fee. That, I have to tell you, is one of the things I really missed. Just going to a concert. And going to a concert. Going to a concert. Because I loved going to concerts. Like, that's something I, I would always go to several concerts a year. Yeah. And, and you know. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are. And, and I don't think even any big names have really announced concerts. Actually, you know what? I take that back. Because Mark Anthony just announced a concert. And as he does every year, he does me the favor of making his concert in November. So I can buy my mother her birthday gift in October. Every year he has a concert, either October, November, and he that's is, when my mother gets every year. Sold out the arena the most. Really? The triple A. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> well, that's what he's playing arena. again. The pfft arena. Of course, the, pfft, yeah. the pfft arena. arena. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the FTX Arena, formerly known as the American <laughs> Airlines Arena. I don't even know why they try. <laughs> when you have a venue that has had the same name for so many years. And it, the name has become iconic. Like, who do you think you are coming into like town and being like, "This yeah. is what people are gonna. This yeah. is what you're gonna." Do you call think you're some now. kind of superstar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, like now you expect everybody to call that AAA the FTX. Yeah, really. Yeah, you know that could get really complicated legally. 
Oh, well, no, because it has to be referred to. It has to because, in, in all, for example, in San Francisco, press. Candlestick Park, mm-hmm. um, at one point, Monster from Monster.com yes, yeah. had bought the naming rights. So it was called Monster Park. Yeah. And nobody would call it Monster Park, including the press. So like when the 49ers would be playing, the 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 announcers would be like, we are here at Candlestick Park. They would not call it Monster Park. And they had to ask for an injunction. So it That's could, interesting. Yeah. So it could be... It had to be referred to as Monster Park. Well, they they were paying twenty, thirty million dollars, no, whatever. No, amount. no, I find it interesting that they would not refer to it as such because usually, I mean, you know, there's press releases, again, the there's pro- everything. The, the problem with with these corporate names, this is a subject I could really talk about. Yes. since I love stadiums and ballparks, the problems with the problem with corporate names is that. 90% of the time they're terrible. Right, sometimes you get lucky and it and it, and and it goes sometimes through. Sometimes you get sucked because for example, like MetLife Stadium in, in um in in LA, the Staples Center has it's right, like it's so iconic. New. Right. But like for example, where the White Sox play in in Chicago, it's the Guaranteed Rate Field Stadium, uh, Guaranteed Rate Ballpark. That's horrible. That's horrible. Like, who is going to be like, hey, are we going to go watch the Sox play at guaranteed rate park? park? <coughs> yeah, no. I mean, that's terrible. That's why I think that it should be, um, like, for example, guaranteed rate field at Kaminsky Park. That was the original. Movie. Right. You have the best of both worlds. Right. The, 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 the best... The best. Oh wait, which is San Francisco? No, no, is where the Reds, the Cincinnati Reds, play baseball, because it's called the Great American Ballpark. Oh, yeah. so when you see it, you're like, oh my god, what a great name! The I Great mean, they American into Ballpark that, that was purchased by Great American Insurance Company. Yeah, they lucked into that one. So that one is like amazing. It's like the Great American Ballpark, but most of them are so like, like really like this is what we're calling it, Monster Park, like. Petco Stadium. No, and at least Monster Park, like that's got a cool ring to it. No, but it doesn't. Compared to like compared to Guaranteed Rate Field. No, no, it's terrible. Like again, Petco Park. That one's that's not good. No, it's it's terrible. Well, Perate, now the new one of the state of the Marlins. Lone they Depot. didn't go with what we said, which we call it Hooping <laughs> yep, Stadium. That's true. And now it's Lone Depot, Lone Depot Stadium or Lone Depot Park. I, I think it's Lone Depot. Yeah, because it's it's Marlins. It's Lone Depot Marlin Stadium at Lone Depot Park or something no, like that. No, it's Lone Depot Park. Oh, okay. Lone Depot. Not even Home Depot. Lone Depot. <laughs> or Office Depot. Yeah, or Office Depot. No. <laughs> We don't get Home Depot or Office Depot. We got Lone Depot. Wait, wasn't Office Depot the stadium in Broward at one point? No, it was... Uh, wasn't it Office Depot Center? No, it was... Uh, I know it was National Car Rental. Yes. Uh, maybe it was Office Depot Stadium. Now it's BB, the BBT Arena. It's right. It's BBT now. Wait, was it Office... Office Max? No. Okay, what are those? Well, I'm pretty sure it was Office Depot Stadium or Office Depot Arena or something. It'd be great. <laughs> Naming like defunct corporate sponsors like Burdine's Arena, Side <laughs> <Cider> Field, <laughs> Mervin Stadium, Mervin Stadium, <laughs> Blockbuster you know Park. You know what would be great? Like, we talk about like. Actually, Blockbuster Park would have been a good one. We talk about Hopinia. Can you imagine if like. 
the Marlins Park, it would have named been named like Casa de los Trucos Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine these people like on on? Well, Fox? we're here at Casa de los Trucos Stadium. <laughs> The Casa de los Trucos paid every, like, every set they have. That would have been amazing. Like, you know what? We should have set up a GoFundMe. Damn it. We always think of these things too late. (laughs) Damn it. Casa de los Trucos Stadium. (laughs) No, we got to see which. No, no. Let me see. No, the main three arenas, Hard Rock, um, Now Lone Depot, and... The FTX, they just named it. So so I don't think there's a big corporate sponsorship no. name coming soon. That would have been great. Casa de Truco Stadium. Stadium. That would have been great. <laughs> no, we need to do a GoFundMe. Something needs to be named. You know Casa what, listeners? Listeners, give us your suggestions. Forget, you know what? Forget the James L. Knight Center. Oh, okay. The Casa de Truco Center. I know, but a poor James L. Knight. It's like the only thing left with a person's name on it. No, it'll be the, we could name it the James L. Knight... Um, and there's the Arsh Center. Right. But that's that's Arsht. <laughs> I am genuinely think I'm like, what's the Coconut Grove Playhouse? Well, that's no. been closed for about 20 years. Okay, so not that. Uh, the Coral Gables um, the Actors Playhouse. No? That's Miracle. Oh. No, we need something to be named La Casa de los Truco Park. La Casa de los Truco Stadium. Okay, we're going to make this happen. We're going to figure this <laughs> out. We just need to find the thing to name it. Casa de los Truco Park. Casa de los Truco Causeway. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> or, or. Uh, no, 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 no. You know what they named it? The tunnel downtown? That takes you to the port of Miami, the tunnel? El túnel de la Casa de los Truco. <laughs> I'm picturing I'm totally picturing it like those spooky. Old, yeah, like those old like carnival rides where like you're going down all of those like oh something comes out at you. <laughs> or like un fantasma flies across the tunnel. Okay. Now that you said carnival rides, this just popped into my mind, but I've always thought this. You know how like in movies and in sitcoms they always had like the Tunnel of Love ride. I've never been on a Tunnel of Love. And Bruce Springsteen even has an album called The Tunnel of Love. Where are these tunnels of love? <laughs> well, they're not in Tunnel de la Casa de Truco, I'll tell you that. I mean, Tony and Angela went on the Tunnel of Love and he gave her a watch on Who's a Boss. Yeah, I've never no, I don't maybe it's a maybe it's like up north. We lived up north. There were no tunnels of love there. That's true. There's just a lot of tunnels. <laughs> what are these tunnels of love? You know, and I've, I've, um, you know that I love to like uh, <laughs> read on like World's Fairs and stuff like that. Like I know a lot about yeah, like yeah, the yeah. 1964 World's Fair and all that. There were no tunnel of loves there either. So, so where did this come from? I don't know. And you ride a swan in the tunnel of yeah, love. Yeah, it's always a swan. So where are these tunnels of love? Okay, listeners, for those of yes, you who don't know, help. like as I said, in, in you know, in, in movies and in sitcoms, especially older ones, I would always reference like, oh, let's go in the tunnel of love. And it's like Yeah, you don't see that as much anymore in, in movies and, and no, film. Because instead it's gonna be in Tuna de la Casa de Okay, listeners, for those of you who don't know, I, I feel that the demographic of Pero Let Me Tell You would know. Um or they can infer just from the name. La but, Casa de los Trucos. Now there's only one 
But at one point, and there also, was like right? three. Yeah, in Lauro Show. Because there was one on Bird Road. Yeah. There was a couple. Like, I saw El Truco is pretty much exactly what it says it is. <laughs> Although not if you literally translate it, because it is not a house of tricks. It's not a bordello. <laughs> exactly. You're No, you're not going to find those tricks there. <laughs> no. You're going to find real tricks. Right. <laughs> right. So it's a, it's, it's a store that, like, in, during um, Halloween, they'll sell costumes. They sell, like, magic tricks. and right. like, like pranks. And yeah, like, stuff like that. Um, whoopee cushions. And and it's it's very much a Miami institution. Like it really is. It's been open for like, you know, a thousand years. Like yeah. I think it I think it was open before Miami became incorporated. <laughs> and, and and I always think like the one that's open in 8th Street, which I hope it's been open I hope it opens for like it's remains open for a hundred more years. Yeah. Like like who goes to it? Like we should. We should, right? We should, just for shits and giggles, we should go and like, I don't know, buy a whoopee cushion or something. Yeah. Or like one of those little kaleidoscopes that makes your eye black. Yes. So, yeah. We need to name something. I know. I want to go to Casa del Truco. Yeah. Casa del Truco Causeway. Because I feel like if we're going to start this GoFundMe, we need to get them La on board. La Casa del Truco Memorial Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> La... <laughs> 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 La Casa de los Truco, like, let's think what else. The, 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 la Casa de los Truco Community Memorial Garden. Would be great. Community Garden. <laughs> la Casa de Truco Community Garden. <laughs> I'm just not getting No, can you imagine if, like, like the what? football stadium is, like, La Casa de los Truco stadium, stadium and the freaking Super Bowl is there? That. That is the epitome of dreams Super coming true. Super Bowl 53 at Miami's <laughs> Casa del True de los Trucos. Trucos, Trucos, <laughs> Casa del Trucos Stadium. What is the Casa del Trucos? We don't know, but that's okay. I love the thought of the Memorial Bridge. Like, the Memorial Bridge. Like, Casa del so, Trucos. So somber. Yes, it has to be Casa del Trucos Memorial Bridge. Like, like it's... It, dedication to like Pearl Harbor or something. Yeah, it is a memorial <laughs> bridge. No, because a lot of bridges are memorial, memorialize something. El túnel de la casa de los trucos. Go on a spooky tunnel before you go embark on your journey on your... On the cruise. That is not exist right now because, you know... They started. Yeah, but... I mean, are you going to go on a cruise now? They don't have buffets. I mean, I mean... Oh, they don't? No. Ugh, then what's the point? What's the point of going on a cruise without a buffet? Like... Sure. I, I know it's a very first world, and you know, yeah, a problem there. Yeah. yeah, but no, but no, <laughs> yeah, but no, <laughs> yeah, but no, no. I'm gonna go on a cruise and I'm gonna eat eight thousand calories a day, and, and COVID not care. is not gonna and stop. I'm me. Not gonna care. So you know what? No, it's all or nothing. <laughs> That's the line in the sand that you're gonna draw. <laughs> That's the hill you're gonna die on. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, all this casa del truco has made me very thirsty. Oi, likewise, likewise. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> hey, Are you okay? I'm. You know what? I'm still getting over that cold. It's not COVID. It was un catarro. Um. So yeah, every once in a while, like I just gotta cough and let stuff out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So do you want to go first, or you want no, to go, go first? first? So I'm gonna keep it very short and sweet. I'm actually just gonna go ahead and and give the last soda to Billy Corbin. Yes. Um. For cocaine cowboys, you know, in a weird way, like we said earlier, the only person who could have done that docuseries is somebody from Miami and as a result of that like I said in a weird way it's almost a love letter of sorts to Miami you know it's it's acknowledging that 
horrible things happened here, but but it's just kind of what's part of what made us. Um, I mean, horrible things happened everywhere. Exactly. I mean, but you know, I, I I don't know. I think it was done with it was done in a weird, loving way, if that makes any degree of sense. But uh, yeah, Billy Corbin. Thank you for Cocaine Cowboys, all of them, really, but especially uh, the Kings of Miami. You know what? I'm going to give my last soda to Billy Corbin, too. Yeah. So Billy Corbin gets a dual soda. Double soda. I just wonder, what will he do next? That's the question. I think he should do a documentary. On La Casa on- no, I was going to go on unisex culture in the 1970s and 80s in Miami. And he could bring in Peluqueria Rock. Oh my God, I'm already making the playlist. Yes, because... It's lots of Pandora. We laugh at this, but that really was a thing. It totally was a thing. It totally was a thing. La Peluqueria in the 80s in Miami. Just like there were in, in other... You know, th- like the, the culture of barbershops... Right, right. And the culture of like, especially like beauty black salon. beauty salons, black beauty salons yeah. that are very much a, a, it's a very a thing, legit yeah. culture and it's very important. I feel that peluquerias, <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> peluquerias, especially in the 80s and early 90s, like it was like a thing. You know what? Lowney six. You know what wall art I'm already picturing? The lady, like the... The one that she's like this? Yes. Uh-huh. That, yes. <laughs> Um, she had like and, that Brigitte Nielsen and hair. You know, you know, yeah, and you know what I wonder? Those books with the tacky haircuts. Where did are they? anybody ever get those haircuts? I want to track one down. Did anybody ever get those? Like, did anybody I, ever walk in and just be like, yo quiero el numero seis? I have never, ever, ever, ever in my life seen anybody at una peluqueria, on a barber shop, wherever, say, you know what? Yo quiero este pelado en la foto del libro. Yeah, usually you bring in your own picture. Yes. And the whole experience about it, like being a kid and being taken to the, these peluquerías, yeah. was like, there was always somebody who was selling something. Claro. Mira, eh, milagros allá en la esquina está vendiendo arete y fantasía fina. Fantasía. I haven't heard anybody say fantasía in so long. Fantasía fina. Y mira... Eh, Lupe aquí está vendiendo unos juegos lindísimos de hilo. Oh, yeah. Those those purses. Yes. Cantera, cantera, right? Those, right. And they would take out la cantera from like the, the cabinet. Uh-huh. Like if you know your drug deal, like if it was a drug deal. <laughs> and there was always something going on. Entonces tenía las dos o tres mujeres sitting in the, against the wall with the hair dryer on their head. Yeah. Entonces, you know, obviously the people cutting uh, their always hair. Always café. And la chismosa. And... Then Pandora and he said, Pandora and Rocio Ducat oh, yes. playing on the radio. On like a loop. On a loop. And Gabriel and all yes. that. I'm telling you, we've already made the playlist. Billy, yes. talk to us. And, <laughs> and it, 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 it's funny because peluquerias never really smelled good. They always smelled like... They smelled very stuffy. Stuffy but chemical. Yes. Like, like they could never air out the bleach. Yes. And like, that totally was a culture. Like, it totally, totally was. I miss it. Let's mount one. <laughs> we could call it La Peluqueria de la Casa Los Trucos. La, uni, la Unisex. <laughs> la Unisex de la Casa la Los Trucos. We had somebody very, very close in, in my family that, that we, he was very close to us, that so he had one. And that would be like, vamos para un, la, uni, la Unisex de Miguelito. <laughs> And we would all go. The whole family would get in the Ford Temple. Y para allá íbamos. Because, because you know what? We were gender non-conforming back then. I, right. You want to <laughs> talk about non-binary? We were at it first. <laughs> El unisex. El unisex. El unisex. That's it. That's it. 
Yeah, I remember that um, our friend, um, his was called Unisex 2000. Oh, well, did he have to close after? <laughs> no, no, he closed before. The, oh. He closed before the millennium. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he has to keep updating the yeah, name. Yeah. But that was such a like thing growing up. Yeah. Like, El Unisex. El Unisex. You know? Oh my God. When my mom had to do los rayitos, I'd be like, oh my God, this is going to take forever. How many highlights magazines did I bring? And it was on a Saturday. And then, you know, and then in esta peluqueria, they always had the children's version of the Bible. Yeah. That was always ripped up. Yeah. What were they doing to this Bible's? But you know what I'm talking yes. about, right? That was yeah, like it, was a, it was like a it was like a blue cover. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna read the children's version of the Bible. Like, yeah, but you're right. They were always a child. Like, always, yes. They were always like ripiao. Right, right. Yeah. Entonces my mom se hacía los rayitos, and then it wouldn't be like the foil; it'd be the cap where they have to pull out the oh, hair. Oh, the hair. And then you know, my dad and my brother and I would get a haircut, and my mom would still they're still pulling out hair. You know, and it's like, oh, ahora vamos a ir a lonchar. Well, my mom, they were still pulling out hair. Like, it was... Have you checked on your mom? They might still be pulling out her hair. <laughs> anyway, so Billy, get on that, Billy. Yes, get on that, Get Billy. on that. So, anyway, this was an interesting episode. Uh, I guess the biggest takeaway from this is Casa del Truco is getting named... Something is getting we're named naming, Casa del Truco. We, we, we'll figure it out. The Casa del Truco Memorial Causeway. <laughs> we're not sure what part of the street we're going to name it yet. But I think it's worth a shot. You know what? Again, we're going to figure this out. You know what? Let's let's change the name of the Gratney. I know the 112. The 112 overpass. Casa del Truco Memorial Causeway. We're not quite sure why it's a memorial, but we're going with it. We're going with it. We want to... Yes. Yes. Anyway, well, everybody, we hope to... Listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us. Oh, yes. That was episode 169. Have a great weekend, everybody. Cuídense, mi gente. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 